Welcome back to the aftermath. It's been over a year since COVID-19 ended the world as we knew it. School is back in session and we're still getting a hang of the new normal. If you could relate to our stories in the last episode, you'll want to stay tuned today as we dive into more details on the changes we see in student life. This includes classroom etiquette, personal health, budget cuts, mental health, and social life. It's Brooke, once again joined with Jaylene, Kenzie, and Brian, and we are here to talk about a common worst nightmare, change. So we just got back from fall break. Did you guys get your COVID tests like the university said to? Nope. I didn't. (laughs) Hell no, dude. Well, it was interesting because earlier in class, our professor asked, she was just curious and she was like, hmm, like has anyone gotten their COVID test? We were all like, nope, we're all on the same page here. And it was just, it was just interesting because it's this big change that they've asked us to do, but it's one of the changes that I... I don't think oh, we're cool so, with, you know, people are so doing. out of the way. Yeah. It's, like a, it's kind of a, <laughs> it's a big deal on a day-to-day basis on the grand scheme of things. It doesn't seem like it should be a big deal, but when you're late for class, that's just like so out of the way. <laughs> I can't well, go. <laughs> when you have symptoms and you're sick and you know you've been exposed, that's another thing you need mm-hmm. to be responsible and you need to get it. Right. But it's like a lot of people for fall breaks spent like their time sitting in their house alone not doing anything so it's like hmm, you know are you um Jaylene required to get one before like going back to gymnastics or anything no they test us if we have like symptoms or anything but other than that we don't get COVID tested as crazy as last year that's good (laughs) that's good yeah. yeah on that Kenzie you got to talk to um, one of your friends who you said worked in the medical field, right, and has had to deal with some of these changes. Um, her name is Haley Cloward, and she has been one of my friends for, honestly, my whole life. And awesome. I think the reason why I like her so much is she just has such an optimistic personality, and she was always so positive about everything. I love that. And I haven't really kept in touch with her throughout COVID, and I haven't really got to talk to her. So I took this opportunity to see where she's at in her life right now with being a nurse, and she's still been going to school, Mm -hmm. and she's not a student at the University of Utah. So I just wanted to see what changes she had had um, with her schooling and with her work. So here's Haley. Tell me, like, your position in the medical field. Tell me just what you're doing right now. Okay, so right now... I am a nurse, a registered nurse, and I'm currently working on my bachelor's degree in nursing. Um, I'm actually in the process of getting a new job in either an ICU or a step-down ICU, so that's going to be good. I'm excited for that, Um, but it is pretty intense, so it's going to be hard. Um, but right now I just work in like an urgent care type setting. And so that's kind of what I'm doing right now until I get into an ICU. That's awesome. So that means that you have been going to school while the pandemic, while the pandemic started. Um, so you kind of was able to see like what education was like before COVID and like post COVID because you're still in education, which is great. And so I just kind of want to talk about how you think it's changed education? Do you think kids are still getting the same college experience? Do you think it's had major effects on people like going to university or getting like nursing degrees or what do you think? Yeah, that's a good question. I actually 
I'm actually a good person to talk to because my first year of nursing school, it was normal and COVID didn't hit. But then at the very end of my first year, COVID hit in March. And so it was crazy, like being a nursing student during that time, because like we had to seriously adjust to like whatever the hospitals told us to do or whatever our teachers told us to do. And it was changing every single day. And so there were times where I couldn't go to the hospital to do clinicals. And so we as nursing students had to adjust to virtual clinicals, which sucked. It was awful, like, cause you weren't getting the hands-on experience that you get like in nursing school as a clinical nurse. But then throughout summer, they adjusted a lot of things. And for my program specifically, they got us back into the clinical setting my second year, which was my RN year, which was awesome. And it was, it just, it changed a lot with COVID. Like patients weren't able to have um, family members in the hospital. A lot of patients were lonely. A lot of patients were having a hard time being alone, like cause the nurse or the doctors were the only ones coming in to talk to them. And so, it was crazy to see like how COVID changed so many different things. And as a nurse, like people in the community or friends and family, like they count on us to give them information about COVID and what we see as nurses. And a lot of people don't see the struggle of COVID in the hospital. Like it is real and it is affecting a lot of people, a lot of people's families. A lot of patients are really sick with COVID. I've taken care of a lot of really sick patients who they just most likely won't make it and it's pretty sad. But university-wise, it kind of sucked because they shut down all of like campus activities. And so it was really hard to like be a student and get an experience, like a um, college experience as a student. So that was kind of hard, but overall, you know, I learned a lot and honestly, like the medical field, like you are always adjusting, always learning new things. And so it's just something nurses and providers have to adapt to. So I'd have to say that. Yeah, that's awesome. That's some really good insights on all of that. I would say in the future of like taking care of patients and future safety for like hospitals and medical settings, do you think that they're going to open it back up for visitors? Do you think they're going to take the like mental health? like the effects of like being so isolated into account? Or do you think hospitals now are just going to be more strict about who they let in, in and out of the hospitals? So actually, that's a great question too. Hospitals have started letting like visitors come back in. So I know specifically at Utah Valley and Provo, they're allowed to have, I think, one to two patients. I mean, not patients, visitors. But it really depends on what floor they're on because ICU is much stricter because there's so many sick patients and it's so easy to spread infection throughout a hospital setting. And so you don't want to bring other people with COVID in to a COVID unit, if that makes sense. But I really think that healthcare workers are trying to look into how they can help these patients with their mental health because that's a part of their living and if your mental health isn't stable enough, like, then you're not going to be okay. And so I really think that they're looking into getting like therapists and just individuals in there who can just, 
like even as a nurse, like I try and take the time to talk to my patients who are isolated because like putting myself in their shoes, like that would be super hard. And I would want someone to take, you know, five to 10 minutes and talk to me about something besides me being sick or my health care. Like talk to me about my family or something I like to do. If yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, for sure. No, my boyfriend was just in, um, it wasn't a hospital, it was a research center and he had to get a surgery and he had to be there for four days, which is not very long, but it felt like an eternity, eternity to him because he couldn't have visitors. It was just like the nurses and the staff and um, he said they were really nice and I could like hear him in the background when I'd call him. But like he came out of the hospital after four days and he just was like, so like it, it gets to you. And so I can't imagine for the people who have to stay in there longer and don't get those connections and some of the people who just never even made it out, like they... COVID took their life and it's just really it is it's so sad to think about and I hope like as it goes on we can obviously have more medical advancements and continue to learn about it and continue to fight it and figure out ways for people to be with their families um during it whether or not they're like suffering from COVID but just how to keep everyone safe yeah and even with like my COVID patients that I have I a lot of the times like when you find out that someone has COVID like people act like you have the plague. Like people are like, oh my gosh, like get away from me. And like, that's a hard feeling to have. And so when I am in contact with a COVID patient, which is quite often, I, you know, I try and just like, cause I'm gowned up and you know, my personal stuff's taken care of, but I try and touch them like just as much as I can. Like physical touch really goes a long way. And just to know, hey, I'm here. Like I can help you like even just like a little, pat on the back or something like that really can go a long way as well yeah in our last episode we were talking about the fear that the pandemic has brought and how if anything we should have like used it to fuel us to kind of unite everyone and the fear is just separated families it separated friends it separated workers from going to work and it's just crazy how fast that divide happened and how it just let people consume them and we kind of lost like a part of our humanity and like hoarding toilet paper and like not helping people and like being so scared of others and I'm like this is the time when we need each other most even if you can't like physically go see people the fact that we have like nurses like you who are so willing to basically put your life on the line because you never know what you're gonna die of like to go help those people and to give them that connection so yeah that's for amazing sure. it's really sad so with your schooling and your education Do you think that you're getting the same level of like training that other people have gotten who have got to do 100% in-person classes? That's a good question. If I'm being honest, my first year, I feel like I got that. I got the education, the hands-on, but still when COVID hit in March, we were having to make up clinicals like after the fact. So from then, like when COVID hit on, I feel like I didn't get the same education that a lot of people did who have done nursing school before the pandemic. But like I said, as nurses, like you just adapt and you just take it and you just make the best situation of it. Um, Like in nursing, like everything's changing, like something will happen and you and your team are going to have to just figure out how to make it through and how to make the best situation of it. And so... It was hard not getting the same amount of education, but my teachers and classmates, like they were all awesome. Like we all, like they gave us every resource in the book to try and help us to get the best education. 
And so overall, like it was great. I still feel like I can be a competent nurse, but in reality, you learn everything in the field. And so I really am just beginning my journey as a nurse and I feel like I'll learn everything that I need to know as I start practicing, so. Yeah, that's amazing. I know for my schooling, all of last year for me was completely online. I didn't go on campus at all. And you look at, I've been looking at like my tuition and my tuition has gone up hundreds of dollars from last year and this year, which I find it's been really hard for me because I'm not using the school's facilities. Like the teachers, all they're doing is posting things on Canvas. Like I'm not getting the education that I got my first year. I know that like for a fact. Um, and to see like the amount of money that we're paying when a lot of students, we don't like, I was out of work for a while. I don't have as much money mm-hmm. saved up and obviously neither do universities. They lost a lot of money through athletics and their funding and things like that. But it's just like, do you think that the money should come from the students? Like how do we make up that you know yeah and I totally agree like I don't think it should be that much (laughs) like it's crazy crazy. for like I don't think that you should be paying like all this money and not be getting like what you're paying for yep I agree yep yeah no it is it's been definitely challenging but yeah we appreciate your insights and everything that you have to say thanks for that input Haley and Kenzie so we briefly mentioned earlier Jaylene's story of moving across the country to do gymnastics during this time, this weird pandemic time. Well, she's got teammates with a similar story that we got to hear from today as well. Jaylene? Hello, everyone. I'm here with Lucy Stanhope. Lucy, will you give a little background information on yourself? So I'm from England, and I lived there for 18 years. And then I moved to Salt Lake City to come to college at the University of Utah. And I'm on the gymnastics team here, so yeah. I can't even imagine. It was hard enough for me to go from Dallas to Salt Lake City. That was a hard transition. Like, I can't even imagine moving countries. Can you, like, explain to me how freshman year was and, like, how hard it was? It was very hard just because moving here, I had to fly here by myself. So my parents couldn't come and, like, help me move into my college dorm uh, just because of COVID. I mean, everyone here was very supportive and helped me out as much as possible. That part made it easier, but then like moving halfway across the world during a pandemic was very hard just because I never knew when the next time I would be able to see my family was just because of COVID. That part was the hardest. Yeah, and I also know that your parents got COVID. So how hard was that being so far away from them, not being there for them? Um, That part was really hard just because I didn't know how bad they actually were. Like my dad got it pretty bad, my mum wasn't as bad, but it was just really hard knowing that they were sick and that I couldn't like be there to like just look after them and you know just be with them because it's not nice hearing that your family's sick and you can't be there so yeah. No I can't even imagine. My family got sick and they were just in California and it was hard without being there because my mom was also similar to your dad my mom got really sick from it and it was really stressful and you know you being a whole country away a whole sea i don't know know what sea what sea is (laughs) i'm I'm not really good with geography the the atlantic ocean (laughs) the atlantic atlantic ocean away my bad geography was not my strength but no lucy is my class so i got to see firsthand how hard you know not seeing your family is like you went a whole year without seeing your family 
and she came home we had fall break I took her home with me to Texas and then you didn't even get to see your family at Christmas just because of the pandemic like I would say out of the whole team Lucy had the most impact of the pandemic would you agree yeah I mean I think it impacted everybody in different ways just mine was just a struggle just because I was like coming from so far away but I mean it worked out in the end I got to go home in the summer so things like starting to look up so yeah it's getting easier now yeah just explain to me like the United States for you especially with the pandemic like you saw the pandemic over in England how did was England compared to United States how did we treat it and stuff I mean when I moved here the United States was just coming out of their quarantine so it was a lot different than it was in England because England went into quarantine and came out like six different times. So like restrictions were a lot more loose in the US than in the UK, I would say personally. Yeah. And then school-wise, like the education system's different over here than it is in England. But personally, I would say the US education system makes more sense than the English one. Like here, I feel like you have more freedom to study what you enjoy and what you want to do rather than kind of being told what to do Um, so I like it a lot more here yeah so Lucy now on more of a gymnastics and just pandemic side how different was your freshman year with just restrictions and mask wearing and all the rules put into place than it is in sophomore year I mean like sophomore year is I feel like the team this year has bonded a lot more than we had done at this point last year just because this year we're free to like hang out outside of the gym like we don't have to worry about giving each other covid and staying in our little like roommate pods so i'd say that's made it easier to build team chemistry i feel like that benefits us just in practice every day just because we do understand each other a lot more now the mask wearing it was strange because the coaches until the end of freshman year when the mask mandate was lifted I had never seen the coaches' faces properly. I know. I didn't even know one of her coaches had a beard. <laughs> yeah, like, you just never knew if he had a beard or not, and that was just strange to me. Um, this year's a lot better, and obviously, like, with fans back in the Huntsman Centre when we compete, like, freshman year, we didn't know what it was like to compete in front of 15,000 fans, and we still don't right now. And we got to compete majority of the times in front of the janders and some cardboard cutouts (laughs) yeah the cardboard cutouts oh my gosh i remember that yes our families got to be in it though (laughs) that was a positive yeah i mean it was nice to have them there but it was kind of quiet so (laughs) weren't very loud the cardboards but but like i'm so excited to have fifteen thousand fans just watching again and like i guess we get to experience that for the first time so it's so exciting are your parents gonna come up for me Yes, so my parents finally get to come to Utah. They've never been to Utah before. So they're coming at Christmas, and they're staying for the first meet, which is January 8th. (laughs) Little promo promo right there. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's so awesome. Have your parents ever been to the United States? Um, So my mom has. She just came to visit schools with me when I was looking around different colleges. But my dad has, and and my brothers have never even been to the U.S. Oh, your brothers are coming? Uh, no, they're not. They're not coming <laughs> They've just never Darn. been. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah. Okay, Lucy, last question I have for you. It's kind of an unrelated topic, but I just kind of want to know. Do you prefer the United States or England? So this is a really easy answer, and I prefer the United States just because... So, like, the three main things is the people are so much nicer over here. Everyone's more social, 
and like friendly um the weather is so much better here like it rains 300 days a year in england <laughs> yeah. so yeah i like the the summer heat here in utah and thirdly the food you get so many more options of food in the united states than england and i absolutely love it so that's yeah. so crazy i remember the first time you tried like chick-fil-a and chipotle <laughs> Chipotle was so good. You go, you feel like, can we go there? Can we go there, please? <laughs> Chipotle. Yeah. That's so crazy. Well, thank you so much, Lucy, for answering my questions and being on my podcast. Thanks, Shailene. COVID has brought on many changes and hard circumstances for just about all of us. At one point or another, we felt like it's the end of the world. And to be honest, it was the end of the world. At least the world as we knew it. We believe the human race has entered a new era. Societal norms have transformed the way we eat, learn, work, vacation, and keep ourselves healthy. It's now practiced in a fashion like each of us has never experienced before. It seems like everyone lost something or someone important because of COVID. Stay tuned next week as we dive more into the losses we all suffered because of the pandemic.